Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the first episode of the I Am WT podcast. My name is Bray Faust, and beside me is my co-host. My name is Tierney Lockhart, and we are here today with David and Sherry Schaefer. I know you're wondering, Schaefer, Schaefer, that sounds familiar, especially if you're a buff fan, Schaefer, Bane Schaefer? That's the name right there. We are honored to speak with them today. How are y'all doing this morning? Very good. Well, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. How was the drive from Dimmit? It was fantastic. It was fantastic. Beautiful morning, and we didn't get stopped by a train at Hereford. So. Oh. Does that happen a lot? A, a lot. lot. <laughs> it does it does for me in Panhandle. Panhandle has a good train a train track that stops me every morning. I don't know why it does, but how's life going on so far right now with y'all? That's fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, life is good. Things are going great. You know, we... We're getting by day by day. Day day by day. I like to tell that. All right. So let's start with let's start with Sherry. You told us you were uh, born and raised in Hart, I believe. Is that correct? I was born in Knox City, but raised in raised Hart. in Hart. That's correct. So tell us life. What was life like for you in Hart? It was small town life. It was really good. Not much different than Dimmit. We lived a simple. Closed in life in Hart. We didn't go. We didn't travel much back then. Once a year, we'd go. Shopping for school clothes. I mean, anyway, very simple. <laughs> yeah. And just to be involved in all the sports and activities and everybody did everything together. So it was, it was good. Were you a sports girl? I was. What, 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 was, your, what was your main, main sport? Well, basketball. I, I also ran, but yeah, did tennis. I mean, we did everything. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> yes, but mainly basketball. I was not great that, back then. We had half court and half court, so there were <laughs> there yes. were forwards on one end and guards on the other. <laughs> quite there, quite like, different a lot of than stuff now. To do in heart other than nope. just work? no drag main. That's what we did. <laughs> we 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 would drag main out every night. <laughs> so. <laughs> All right, David. Uh, same question to you, but you were Canyon. You were Canyon, just like. Most of us. Was that correct? No, born in Canyon. Born in Canyon. And, and at three years old, we moved to Dimmit. And so I've been there basically ever since. Ever since. How's life in Dimmit? Well, for you, I guess for both of y'all, it's Dimmit. How was life growing up in Dimmit? You know, fantastic. Good small town, agricultural town. What we did, played sports, played in the band, drag main, and enjoyed life. <laughs> that That's really all we did. Ah. So a band guy, what was your, what was your instrument? I was a baritone. You're a baritone, yeah. <laughs> See, I was a, I was a choral a choral guy, so I was a so I sang baritone bass, yeah. but yeah, you know, I was yeah. I did al- I was an alto. You were an alto choir, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when we talk about singing in our house, you know, they kind of exclude me. You know, at church <laughs> when I sing, the girls used to get up and go to the other end of the aisle. <laughs> so I've stayed away from singing, but you know, I was decent with an instrument. No, nah, you're. I bet you were absolutely fine. So, anyway, how how did y'all? How'd you two meet? That's a that's a that's really the. Big the story. The We're big all story here. here. How did you two meet? We met in Dimmit. You know, she was working and uh, and I'm working. So we just got to know each other. Life threw us together. Did you have a, did you have a first date? What was your first date? Oh, I, I don't have any <laughs> idea. Well, we do have a first song, and it's Kokomo by Beach Boys. Uh, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so how long have you two been together? 32 years. <laughs> oh, Wow. You know, I'm, I'm very careful when I answer those questions because I usually get in trouble. You know, my answer would have been, I knew it was 32 years, but my answer would have been 30 plus years. Safe answer. Yeah. I, I do the same Always thing. Always go my, less. Same thing with my wife. Uh, around two years. Yeah. About two years. Right. 
I know that your family has done a lot of stuff here with WT. So do you want to kind of like expand on that a little bit? Well, I think, uh, you know, my mother and father were WT people from way back when. My mother actually went to grade school back at the normal school here. Then both mom and dad went to college here and graduated from here. And so they've always been tied to WT in their roots. As they progress through life, you know, God placed on their heart to serve and help WT. And by doing so, they knew that they were helping future leaders of our world, you know, those students. And that's what they were concerned with. And so they laid that groundwork of help for WT. And sometimes it was really big stuff they did. Sometimes it was really little stuff they did. Because mom, you know, she got tired of looking at gray uncomfortable couches and you see around campus now a lot of maroon or red or burgundy couches Mm -hmm. that are comfortable mom started that i mean she they went out on their own and found a wholesale place and just bought truckloads of of couches and and brought them in and had them placed around on campus and you know so she was one that was always seeing things that nobody else saw and she saw needs that nobody else saw. And when she saw a need, unfortunately, she'd point a finger at, at Dad and sometimes me and said, you know, go solve that. Yeah. Yeah. We did the uh, legwork while she did the design. <laughs> well, we're definitely grateful for those <laughs> couches. Absolutely. <laughs> the naps that you can take on those are really nice. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I wanted to touch up with you on this. I, I was doing some research and I looked up the... One West campaign in which you and your wife currently serve on the campaign leadership committee. What is this campaign in general and how does it affect WT? The the One West campaign. It's a capital campaign and ever so often university foundations need to to refocus donor efforts. And a capital campaign is a good way to do that. This capital campaign, we've set lofty goals because when I think in 2016, our um, endowment at, at in, in the WT Foundation was maybe 40 million or so, give or take, and it it was good, but it wasn't great. So through this campaign, we set a goal of 125 million, and and the campaign actually started with the key gift of Paul Engler, and that gift is a million dollars a year for 80 years, and so its present value is $24 million. So that gave a $24 million base to start from. And you think, well, okay, so we set a $125 million goal, and we've you know, raised $40 or $50 million in the last 20 years. How are we going to do that? But it's, it is absolutely amazing. People are stepping up and seeing needs and wants at WT. And at this point, we're up to about 112 million that has been raised or committed. Wow. And so that's going to do wonderful things for WT. And one thing about this campaign is that we want it to be a campaign for the donor's desires. Just like mom saw a need for couches, if John Doe in in Dallas sees a need that when he was at WT... He thinks we should have had this. He can give to that. And that's what we want people to do, to identify, you know, what they want to give towards. 
people have really stepped up and, and done a great job with that. Sherry, you got any thoughts on that? I'll just say that that is what spurred us on in just this podcasting. Yeah. And y'all might be asking that question here in a minute. But, you know, we were at actually a leadership committee meeting for the One West campaign. And, you know, the idea just came. What if we, you know, celebrate people from WT that have come, come through, walked through these halls, graduated from here, that are out in the world just living their life? and making a difference where they're at. Really, that's kind of what spurred this on. How about we celebrate those people? Let's let the rest of the world know what a great foundation. You know, they all have this educational DNA that they share, and it's deputy. And so how how's that going to look? What are they going to do? Or what are they doing with it? And, and let's find those people, and let's hear their stories and, and see what they're doing. It all kind of came from that a meeting that we were having, yeah. just discussing people and what they're doing to make a difference. So why do you think it's important to hear these stories? Everybody has a story, and every person is important. And for me, seeing people and getting to know people, I think that's so important. And really, Geneva and Stanley, actually, when you, when you look at it and you hear them talk, when, we, when when I first came into the family, they were really getting into helping WT at that point. And they never met a stranger. If somebody sits down with Geneva Schaefer, she's going to know, you know, just like a tyranny. If you sit down with her today in five minutes, she would know your mom, you know, your, <laughs> your, your all of your family, what's going on, how's your education going, how's, do you need money for books? They would find out everything. And so... They were tell me your story type people, and they still and Stanley still is. So tell me your story. I see that in David as well. It's important that we hear people because everybody has a story, and everybody mm-hmm. is important. I think it's important that we celebrate those stories, just with you know people that have walked through the halls of WT and graduated here, and you know how WT has impacted them and. Uh, what they're doing with that—that's fan- sure. that's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, that's the that's the point of this podcast to yeah. shine a light on the true big names heart of, of the heart, a true heart of WT for sure. And we'll get into that in just a little bit before we. But first, we're going to take a small break. We'll get back with you. This is I am WT. Donors to West Texas A&M University give more than their material support. They devote time, expertise, and commitment. WT would not be what it is today without individuals dedicated to our forward progress. Welcome back to the first episode of the I Am WT podcast. I am Brave House here with my co-host, Tiernay Lockhart. Well, again, we have our great guests, David and Sherry Schaefer. So you guys earlier, before we took our break, we're talking about like the importance of like getting to know people, using your resources to help the community. So why do you think it's important for people to like make donations and things like that? Because that's what God teaches us to do, uh, quite honestly. I, God has blessed everybody uh, in some way or another, and and He's blessed them with a lot of different gifts. 
it is our responsibility to use those gifts. And some of those gifts may not be money. You know, we talk about giving, and everybody thinks, okay, i got to give money. No. You know, sometimes giving is, is, you know, serving. Sometimes it's just supporting. Sometimes it's just giving somebody a pat on the back. As, as we're blessed with those gifts, we need to share those gifts and use those gifts. You know, and that, that's what we want to see. You know, we, and, you know, when we talk about back to money uh, and, and people sharing their money, the big thing that people think about is, okay, who's, the, who's given the $100,000 gift or who's given the million-dollar gift? Those are important, but they're not as important as who's given their first $10 gift to the university. You know, that's important because that person took a step of faith and they are testing the waters to see if they can support WT. And what's going to WT going to do with that ten dollars? You know, those are important. And so when we when we look at the future, yes, we want big donors. Yes, we want money because the state gives the university less money every year. So we have to turn to private money to help support this university, which is a great university and has helped. Thousands and thousands of people go out and succeed in life. But every gift is important. Whether it's a $10 gift or a million-dollar gift, those are important steps that help educate our future leaders. For sure. And it, and like you said, it's not about you know, you know name recognition. I mean, I know you, you two don't do this to just put your name plastered all over Main Schaefer Stadium, although driving by and seeing your name there looks, <laughs> looks pretty cool, that's for sure. What would you say is like your favorite project you've like donated to or you helped with? I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> it's the same question, but yeah, go ahead. Let me back up to the main Schaefer Stadium. Be sure you don't use initials as the acronyms on that. <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> when we, that was really discussed and, and Dr. Windler was the one that brought that up. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, anyway, first let me talk about having a name stuck out there. There is no pride in, in having a name stuck out there. That's not what anybody does that, whether it's the Schaefer's, whether it's the Baines, whether it's the Peels, whether it's the Rogers. They don't name things from a vanity standpoint. I had a mentor, uh, Shirley Garrison from Hereford, Texas, and he became a, a pretty good philanthropist. Unfortunately, a lot of that was geared towards some red and black school that was down... 90 miles or 120 <laughs> miles south of here. But he always said, why do you name that gift after you? Or why do you name that room or that, that college? And he, he said, because other people will see that, and they think, if Shirley Garrison can do that, then I can do that. And it's an example for other people. And that's why a name gets put up. There's no vanity in that name at all. Now back to your question. I forgot what that question was. Well, what's your what's your favorite project that you've been a part of here at WT? You know, Sherry and I a few years ago set up a uh, travel abroad scholarship in the Department of Business, and we love that. And we've also extended that, and we're helping uh, the diversity division do some travel abroad. Those things are good because Sherry will tell you, um, <laughs> you know. When, when I talk to my girls, tell them what I told 
each one. So growing up, he always told our girls they needed to actually get a backpack and hi- <laughs> and go around Europe um, for a summer after they graduate from high school. He just wanted them to get a flavor of the world. And, you know, really to do that, you have to travel. And we love to travel. We love to go as much as we can. And David hikes all over the world. And I like to just travel all over the world. But some of our kids have lived overseas. Our middle daughter actually studied abroad for a whole semester her last year at the other A and M when she was at A and M, she lived in Italy for a semester. So we got to go over there and see her. And then our other daughter, our youngest daughter, lived in Asia for um, a lot of years. And so I got to travel a lot, going to see her. I think it's important. It, it just broadens your. Um, there's my, a there's a world out exactly. there. Exactly. Yeah. There there's a large everything. world out there, and we get the view when we grow up. We get this view that the United States is it, that we are the world. We're a little piece of the world, and sometimes we're an important piece. Sometimes we're not as important as we think we are. We need to spend time you know, overseas, whether it's even just a week on vacation, and see it from other people's eyes, not from our eyes. I like that. I wish I had a flag waving right for that. That yeah, that's a, that's a good campaign slogan right there. I love it. <laughs> so, one probably my probably my last big question: Why, why WT? You have all these. You have all these different universities, all these schools that you could donate to and help out with. Why choose West Texas A and M as the school to back? You know, when I went off to college from Demet, Texas, I went to Tech for a year and party <laughs> had a great time partying but i did not get an education and so when i got ready to get an education i came back to wt it gave me a foundation to go out in the world and challenge what the world was going to throw at me god has blessed us tremendously in meeting those challenges when i look back uh, that foundation that wt laid for me is very important in my life, and I think we have a responsibility to give back to that. And I want—I'm sorry—I want—I want future generations to have that same opportunity as me. I would say I, I did come to WT for a while because of circumstances and choices. I did not ever graduate from WT, but I—I I see how WT has had its footprints in our town in Demet. Most of our teachers, they have an education from WT, and we have a hospital and a medical center in Demet, so a lot of our nurses get their education here. It impacts us every day with the people that we're around every day, and so it's important that if WT is going to be, it is a regional university, but if it's going to go continue to be a university for the world, you know, we really need to support all those that won't just be coming to our hometown. We'll be going to all the smaller hometowns in the panhandle, but also those that will be hitting the world and seeing <laughs> what it's all about. My last question would be, what's your favorite thing about WT, like your favorite WT tradition? I know what mine is. And that's when they brought the Buffalo back. Yes, at our oh, first we game. So that was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We haven't done that since freshman. I didn't even get to see it my freshman year. We all, we all grew up out at, at Kimbrough Stadium. And, 
And, you know, the, the buffalo would go out and run. Sometimes the herdsmen would get drag, drug. Uh, <laughs> but it is yep. a tradition that people love, you know, that that is our mascot. Yeah. And mm-hmm. let's let's celebrate our mascot. I love it. Sherry, did you have agree. a tradition? No, you agree. I you agree, love yeah. <laughs> There's, you can't beat that. You can't That's beat the sure. buffalo. <laughs> All right. Well, I've had a blast talking with you, you two. Uh, it's been honestly an honor to talk to you. got to you two. I hope hope that this podcast gets off gets off on a good start, and we can maybe support the school even more than with this as as well. So, well, we thank you all for listening, and for David and Sherry Schaefer for joining us today. My name is Bray Faust. My name is Tyrone Lockhart, and thank you for listening to the IMWT podcast. We'll see y'all later. <laughs> <laughs>